What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into Dig Straight Down, I want to welcome you to the show. It's a podcast all about Minecraft updates, whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game or these are updates that we're just making up on our own just for fun. Either way, if either of those things are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place, and I'm happy that you're here. So let's get into the Q&A segment of this episode. A few episodes ago, I asked you guys, how would you add a seagull or a jellyfish into Minecraft? This, of course, is referencing the fake leak that was uh, just making the rounds on online around the uh, the Minecraft community online. Uh, there was a fake leak that included a crab a seagull, and a jellyfish as the three mobs in the mob vote. Of course, only one of those proved to be true, the crab, the other two uh, being the armadillo and the penguin. So it was a fake leak, was not real, and it does go to show that you should not believe everything you read online. (laughs) Um, Especially if something uh, claims to be a leak, just really be skeptical of it. Um, Most of the time, leaks are not true. Um, But this is what you guys had to say. Pugilistic says... I would add the jellyfish because I find it annoying to keep extending my redstone every 15 blocks. And it would be cool to add some kind of new block that does something with calibrated skulk sensor. Interesting idea to connect jellyfish with redstone. The frog bee says seagulls could steal dropped food items on the ground and maybe from your inventory like raccoons in Alex Mob's mod. Jellyfish could come in many beautiful translucent colors and could poison you. This person, like chickens forever, <laughs> says, seagulls steal your food while you are holding the food. <laughs> that sounds like a funny idea. And jellyfish could spawn near shipwrecks, so it's harder to get the loot because they will damage you. Maybe around some shipwrecks, maybe around certain shipwrecks, but I, I wouldn't want jellyfish to be around every shipwreck because early game, if I don't have a good, you know, enchanted gear and i'm not fully prepared diving for stuff i'm not the best at swimming around in an ocean so diving for stuff and swimming around not my forte and making it more challenging does not sound fun to me (laughs) trex tobes 12 says i guess it's t-rex tobes 12 says you will be able to tame the seagulls then they when you are boating will dive bomb fish and bring them back to you Mark says, a jellyfish with a new armor that stings things that hit you and makes them poisoned and have slowness. So kind of a different sort of thorns enchantment. Uh, Max says, I would add, I would make jellyfish stinger for potions. So having like some sort of potion of stinging, that would be interesting. Uh, Sicko says, jellyfish adds redstone reach to max 25 and seagulls dive bomb fish. Peter says, I would add the jellyfish. It drops a jelly gel, which can be crafted into a potion. It gives an effect so that mobs around you will take damage. Lucas says, if you find and kill the jellyfish, it could drop stinging tentacles that you can craft into a sting whip. Lucas died while playing with a sting whip. Got to be careful with those sting whips. Evie Anderson said, I would add the jellyfish because we could make armor with the stingers and it could sting enemies. Geekson says jellyfish when they sting they give poison and nausea effect when they die they drop the jellyfish stinger and you can use that as a weapon james j says seagulls can fly over beaches and steal items that are dropped on the ground and will trade them for fish 
Jellyfish would swim in all but frozen oceans and inflict poison. And finally, Avocado says a seagull could fly over the beaches and eat turtles and crabs if they get at it. Well, thanks so much, guys, for these ideas. If you want to have your ideas read out on the show, you can go to this episode on Spotify, interact with the Q&A post there, and I'll do my best to read out as many of those answers as I can in an upcoming episode. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Now, as we wait for um, as we wait for Minecraft Live to happen very, very soon, um, Mojang has actually dropped a Java snapshot that we're going to be talking about. It's really interesting that they're dropping a snapshot on top of all everything else that's going on. They're just really piling on uh, the community right now. And I got to say, it's really cool to see so many things to be really excited about. We got the mob vote. We got this snapshot that adds something really, really cool. And we got Minecraft Live and all the stuff that that's going to be adding. So in my opinion, this is always a fun time for the community. I know there's a lot of negativity going around on the online community, and I think specifically on Twitter, because, you know, that's the community I'm most active in is the one on Twitter. And there's a lot of negativity that I'm seeing about the mob vote in particular. A lot of attitude about, you know, how the mob vote should be better. Some points I see as legitimate, but then there is this attitude that I'm seeing a small but very vocal group having as to, you know, just basically trashing Mojang and specifically the the Minecraft developers on why can't you just add all three mobs, you know, all this stuff. And in my opinion, guys, I'm going to speak out against it. This is a, this is just a symptom of entitlement. Um, and I don't think that this is the way that the, the greater Minecraft community actually feels. In fact, I feel like the amount of people who really feel this way in the grand scheme of things, even if they number in the thousands, in the grand scheme of things, compared to the rest of the Minecraft community, they are a very few number of people who actually feel this way to the point where they would want to take some sort of action against it, to where they would actually air out these really, really bad attitudes towards Mojang and Minecraft developers and really just be a toxic presence in the Minecraft community. So if you are not one of those people, I want to say thank you for being a decent human being and and not, you know taking something that should be just a fun game and making it into into this i don't know excuse to be an annoying you know whiny person i guess um and bringing down the mood of the general minecraft community because this is supposed to be fun um we're not really owed anything by the mo- mo- minecraft community or by the minecraft development team we're not really owed anything by mojang really um when you look at the minecraft game right now you know what, if they decided to completely stop all updates other than just making it, you know, playable, um, on continuing, you know, consoles and whatever, uh, mediums we want to play the game on, if they just stopped adding features altogether, that would be okay. Like that would be fine. Minecraft is a great game as is. It doesn't need, need new features to be a great game. It's already a great game. And so this attitude of being entitled to new features, it just doesn't really 
have a place in the Minecraft community. And I really wish that um, this small but very vocal minority would really just just kind of get a grip on things. And there's there's more things to complain about in life that are legitimate complaints. Let's not make Minecraft a game that you've paid one time for, maybe, <laughs> um, and, and have free updates from here on out. Let's not make that one of those things to complain about. That being said, my rant over, all done. Let's get into this news about this snapshot. This is Minecraft Snapshot 23W41A. And uh, it adds a, a new feature here, Snapshot Realms. Uh, realms are now available in snapshots, pre-leases, and release candidates. The version of the last played world of a realm is displayed on the realms list. Experiments are available for newly created worlds. Basically what this means is you're going to be able to load up snapshots, pre-releases, and release candidates in your realms world. If you have a world that you're playing with friends, a realms subscription world, you're going to be able to play in the snapshots and that, that support is going to be there. Pretty cool if you and a group of friends want to um, play around with the things that are possibly being added to the game, these experimental things as well. Um, it's a cool way to get your hands dirty with some of these upcoming features in their pre-released versions and then give your feedback to Minecraft, constructive feedback that actually helps them and, and not, you know, <laughs> uh, toxic feedback that helps no one. <laughs> um, but let's get on to something that, in my opinion, you know, is just a little bit more exciting. Uh, while that is exciting, this one it just is a little flashier of a change. We have decorated pots can now store items and can be smashed by projectiles. So decorated pots, these are the pots that we're able to gain through the archaeology system by finding uh these ancient pot sherds that we then then craft into customizable uh, clay pots and customizable because each of the pot sherds, these, these pieces, has a specific symbol on it. And depending on how you craft it together in the crafting table, you're then able to have a custom made pot. Um, but these can now store items. We were speculating that they would be able to in one form of an, or another uh, when these were being hinted at being added. It was a really cool idea at the time, but now it's being made uh, true. We're able to store uh, items in here. So let's go over these notes. Decorated pots can now store up to a single stack of items. So it's very similar to the bundle. Hoppers, hopper minecarts, and droppers can now insert and or extract items from decorated pots. Comparators can now read the number of items in decorated pots. Players can interact with decorated pots to insert items into them. Decorated pots have no GUI, this is very interesting, and need to be broken to retrieve or discover their content by players. Player interactions with decorated pots cause decorated pot to wobble and trigger the vibration frequency of 11. Decorated pots can be smashed by projectiles, which cause them to shatter and drop their content. Decorated pots now stack up to 64. So this is a really, really fun uh, addition to the inventory management family of blocks in Minecraft. It has no GUI. You're interacting it with it in real space, real time in the Minecraft world. And it stores up to 64 items. I'm assuming that these are 64 of the same items. And it's not going to be of the bundle, like the bundle where it can stack up to a stack of any item. Like, say, it could stack uh, 32 
uh, stone blocks and 32 oak planks. I don't know. I haven't played with it myself. But again, I think that the star feature of this is how you interact with it. You place things into the decorated pot by uh, right-clicking on it, and you extract things from the decorated pot by breaking it with a projectile. This opens up so many possibilities for very interesting games, very interesting ways of storing items, and I would like to see people play with this, and, you know, I would like, it would be really, really cool to see some sort of uh, storage system using this feature. Maybe this could be used for a filtration system that's a little bit more accessible than the normal filtration system that we have with hoppers. I don't know. The, the, the possibilities are pretty amazing and I can't wait to see what the redstone community specifically uh, can do with this because of its interaction that it has with calibrated skulk sensors. Very, very cool stuff here. Well, that'll bring us to the end of this episode, guys. I hope you guys are ready for Minecraft Live right around the corner. I know I am, and afterwards, I'm going to have a lot to talk about. So stay tuned for those episodes. And until next episode, guys, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.